from One of One Production Studio, located in Fort Lee, New Jersey, this is the Art of Music Tech. And now, here's your host, Fela and Dennis. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and welcome to the Art of Music Tech podcast. Um, I'm your host, Fela, co-host Dennis, and today... Our featured person, Miss Allison Williams. Hey, 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 Miss Allison Williams, the singer extraordinaire. Um, I was out on tour with her all through the summer in Europe uh, a couple weeks ago. We did Monterey together. Mm -hmm. An amazing singer. Thank you. I love working with you. Your vocals. I mean, I, I just turn them up. I just turn up the gain and move on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm able to make your job easier. Oh yes, because you certainly make mine's a joy. Oh, uh, there's nothing like being um, working with the people on the tech end of it. You know what I'm saying? Front of house and monitor, and they get you, and they they know how to enhance you. They know how to give you the support you need as yes, a vocalist definitely. to yeah. uh, project your sound, and 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 when you don't have to worry about it, and you can hear. And, oh, and, and the, the downside of that is when you come home off the road and you go back to your, you know, your club, <laughs> your club gig, gig, yeah. and you're like, oh, come <laughs> on, are you serious? I know. But, um, but I, I, I really, we had a great time. Yes. We played a variety of different uh, types of venues, oh, which was interesting. Yes. Amphitheaters, um, amphitheaters, theaters, to small clubs. festivals to pop up risers in the middle of a square, uh-huh. in the middle of the town square, <laughs> and the whole when, town. Where was up. that? Where? Uh, what? Oh. What city? Remember? Oh wow! Not set. Set was the the, the city before set. Yeah, uh, was it Montsegur? Montsegur, yeah, our first date, our first date, it was Montsegur, and it was the town center kind of like, and they put up a really wonderful riser with great lights and Mm -hmm. great, yeah, it was a mobile stage, it it was basically it was moved by a truck, by truck, right? But it, you know, but the truck went away and Mm -hmm. it it just left left the back and Mm -hmm. it it opened up, yeah, I've seen those, I've seen those, yeah, that was a cool gig. Yeah, but, but it was, it was so dance. well done. Yeah, yeah okay. So well Next done. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, everybody had such a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. That was a good show. People were dancing. Yeah, that was the first mm-hmm. show. Great show. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, the whole tour. Mm-hmm. And and so last episode we had on Patrice Russian. Oh, should we make situation. sure that the, everyone that everyone who supports I, you? We're talking about a Christian McBride right, situation. situation exactly. I'm <laughs> yes. part of the situation. Yes, you are. <laughs> and um, but Allison, you have also enjoyed a, a solo career. I you, have. you, you know, you've enjoyed quite a I, few decades. I mean, you know, that's a good thing. No, no. I'm not worried about the decades. <laughs> I just, thought, I don't want to really turn, turn around. And say, oh, wait a minute, she's been here on the line twice. She's ridden this ride so many times. <laughs> Get her out of here. Eject her from the park. Oh, no. Nope. I keep getting oh, no. on and riding uh-huh. the front. Exactly. Then I ride the back. <laughs> I go at night, you know. I mean, yeah, that's the way to do it. You are a true professional in this. And I, Still I respect is. that. Just, just you know, going out there and just doing it's it. It's been over. Th- I've, I've, I always count my professional year um, 
I, I counted from the age of 16. Although I was performing before that as a dancer, uh, uh, professionally with uh, the Marie Brooks Children's Dance Company, with the, the Junior Company of Dance Theater of Harlem, and working and training with many different people. So that was that really my first, you know, uh, plat pl platform that I wanted to go ahead and, and, and explore. But my father was a jazz trumpet player, yeah, and he had a 21-piece swing band, Bobby Booker. Uh -huh. So I was singing big band swing music mm. as a kid, which oh. will mess you up for life. In your, in your teenage years because, well, what it is is that when you come into a mature level of music like that and then you're hanging out with your kid, your friends, your peers, and they're all about the Jackson 5, and then you want to talk about uh. Ella Fitzgerald, they're, not, they're like, you know what, we're really going to put her out of the club. So um, it's kind of almost like being a nerd, yeah. you know what I'm saying, where yeah. everybody else is in the, I want to go to the club and you want to do technical stuff or you want you have a STEM yeah, yeah, project yeah, you want to work on. Oh, like, wow. yeah. so, um, but what it does is that it prepares you for everything you need in your future. And I'm so thankful to have had come into it through jazz, unlike a lot of my uh, uh, my peers and a lot of my um, contemporaries who came in the church. I came uh -huh. around uh, through jazz, and then I found R&B, and then I found gospel, and then I found everything else, and nice. the house and the pop and, and all of that. So I consider myself a multi-genre artist oh. because I sing all different formats of music authentically. Yeah. Isn't that the best feeling ever? I've had the conversation with Jeff Bova, just being in the middle mm, of a big Jeff band. Bo yeah, he's been a, oh, you know, Jeff, yeah. Mm, from we were, way back. We were talking about. Before there were records, before we all, you know, everybody had a record deal or had been working. Because he was uh, yeah. with Change and mm -hmm. the BBQ people with the Fred Pretters, and I was with High Fashion. Oh. And we all played places like the Cella and place, things like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, so you appreciate snap. as well as yeah. him just the feeling of being in the middle of a live band. Real music. Real, you feel it, you feel the breaths, you feel them really when working When I first out. had my first experience with a rhythm section where mm -hmm. I was singing with them, all I, I, I was stand, sitting in the room and I was nervous because I hadn't really sung a lot of commercial R&B music and mm -hmm. I'd learned Evelyn Champagne, King, Shane, <laughs> that was my first song. And um, la later, and years later, I ended up singing background on a couple of albums for her. But it was so funny because I kept looking going, where's the rest of the band. It was six pieces. It was a rhythm section, and I think we had a keyboard, I mean, an extra, we had a kunga play, and it was a, a singer, another male singer. So it was a nice full band, band. but I'm looking for yes, reed instruments. Yes, yeah. I'm looking for <laughs> trombones, right, the whole yeah, I'm going to need yeah. some brass, and I'm going, uh -huh. however is this going to happen? Yeah. But you know what? It did. Yeah, it did. It yeah. did. You made it happen, too. I, we made, yeah. yeah, I guess I did, yeah. and, I, and I've been trying to make it happen ever since. Um, fast forward from my early, early days and, mm -hmm. and as a dancer and singing. And like I said, I counted from being 16 when I was really able to leave the, the house at night and go to the gig. And my parents were like, okay, we know we'll see you after two. Uh-huh. And, and, and 16. And, wow. Right. You know, and, and you, you know, but they, they knew I knew it. I yeah. got it. I was, I was out of high school at 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I started college a year early. Well, actually, I was making up for lost time, but that's another interview. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> I started out early and then certain things get in the way, like school rules. Oh, she's too young. She can't start now. She's got to go. She's got. So the whole time. 
you know, I was destined for acceleration, but they uh-huh. kept putting on the brakes. Yeah. But anyway, I was I was glad I, I had a great experience coming up because I always had uh, my father um, taking me to places like the Newport Jazz Festival oh. and uh, and you know being on the bandstand, being the the book girl. You know that's uh-huh. what I did, and then graduated mm-hmm. obviously into singing that music yeah. and uh, being around great great musicians that have made their mark and have left legacy uh, like Dickie Wells and, and Irving Taylor and uh, uh, who else? Um, Earl Father Hines. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are names of people you have to go back and Google them because they are mm-hmm. from eras past, but I was so glad to be in their presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honey Coles and just all these people that were part, that were really part of the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, as I had to say, so yeah. these are all Harlem artists like Harlem, this is very and, New or, York or trans, yeah for, definitely a New York Harlem <laughs> yeah. experience mm-hmm. and um, and that like I said it prepared me to be able to be a young person with a young band out there um, you know being given the blessings of my parents to go and make a way for myself yeah and um here I am so I, I look around and know that it's been over if I'm 58 now and I started when I was 16 on the you know really getting paid and going out for my own gigs. That's a long time to stay in the game. Uh-huh. Um, and it started with being no one uh, or no, no one recognizable mm-hmm. to to being someone with, uh, in the top of the Billboard charts. Uh huh. Do you know what I'm saying? It yeah. takes a long time to make oh, all yeah. those moves. So <laughs> now being out with Christian is a part of my resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lucky to put out music that has stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, singles like Just Call My Name uh-huh. have. Um, you know, are still being played, and still yes. being enjoyed by the fan base of my original fan base, as well as new people who are beginning. Oh to yeah, know. In and people, Europe, people I love were screaming people like, out. Oh my god, they were bringing their <laughs> records and yeah, stuff, and they they, was, they really know. And and, yeah. and and the kids of the people who well, the, are now parents to these children, like, oh no, I know your music because my parents <laughs> played it. And at first, you know, I was a little like. Uh, Salty, and then oh, I was like, "No, that's, that's celebration is, of, hey, of your here. art." Yeah, still here and relevant to another generation. So, exactly. You know, all of those things, um, all of those things, like I said, have helped me on the journey. We're celebrating going out of 2019. I'm celebrating. I think it's the 30, the 26th year. I can't even count now. <clears throat> of the of the first seat of the first CD on Def Jam because I'm the first female artist signed to Def Jam. Uh huh. Um, so you were signed and, by Russell Simmons, right? Yeah, we all did that. All right, we picked fantastic. all those colors and all those logos and all those labels. Uh-huh. Oh, you were in the room. In the room. We were right there. They okay. asked my opinion. Oh. Right. No cornerstone type stuff. Wow. So. Um, you know, be, you know, I I was there in, in you know in the in the in the official first class, yeah, in the inaugural class. So um, right, it really um it's it it's great to be able to say that to say that oh and, yeah uh, and to know that everything led up that led up to that is still <laughs> part of my legacy. All the hip hop before mm-hmm. we had the terminology hip hop, mm-hmm. we had rap music, which and yeah, at the yeah. top of that was. And Curtis we, Blow. Exactly. And then but you I get met into Curtis, <laughs> and Curtis, I became, we, we became Thick as Thieves, and I became his hook girl. So when you hear songs like, we're playing basketball, and if <laughs> I rule the world, all that, oh, all that kind of stuff, now. AJ Scratch, <laughs> um, let's see, games people play, games females play, uh, all these great rap songs yes that, that, that were that resampled <laughs> then I'm hearing it later thinking oh no that's Lauren Hill no, I'm no, not, no, not that's even Allison knowing Williams. that's <laughs> Allison Williams you know just it yeah. happened to me so. I already told Patrice Rushing it happened to me and I didn't even know 
Yeah. Now I do. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah so. especially basketball. I I did. I really. I knew that if I ruled the world, I knew that was somebody else. <laughs> but you know, I, I you know. I was in the 90s, so there was no yeah. Google. Right. There was no way to and, research. And you it, just was, it was just coming at it, you. It was Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> who, who could hey, afford what a was new... The, what was the app on the phone? Yeah, there was right. no Shazam, app. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> yeah, there was Shazam. no Shazam right. or SoundHound no, no sound to, to find, it. to like, you know, now I appreciate you can go back to the original. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew it was sample, but it was like, how can I find? How can you find it? Where? Who? who you know, it's, it's like. I just it, recently you know. had someone help me compile my discography of my rap world, my rap life. Uh-huh. And it's almost a dozen or more songs. Oh, wow. And there were things that I didn't remember I did. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Because we were doing it so fast. And we it was some of it was in-house. You know, uh, I'd be doing something for Curtis, and then Big Daddy Kane would be doing something for me, and then we'd get put me over here on this. So it was, you know, it was moving very fast. How many sessions a day? Oh, man. We could go in the studio, and we used to use a place called Green Street, down on Green Street. I just recently uh, was in touch with the... Uh, the uh, head engineer there who actually, I think Roddy Way, shout out to Roddy Way. Shout Roddy, out. Um, <laughs> Roddy, um, I think he's the one who engineered and mixed almost every song that I had at, while I was at Def Jam Sony. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And it was most of them were recorded in Green Street. There were some other things around, but okay. then there were other studios around. We had major studios, Media Sound, uh, oh. it was Green Street, there was... Um, that's the height of studios. Oh, yes, I mean, darling. You, everybody, everybody had a studio. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We that's a totally different world yeah. Yeah. compared to what it is yeah. now. But that was like that is why, woo. as an artist, and I know we spoke a little earlier about yes. talking about this topic. Um, I am accustomed to a certain surrounding, and mm-hmm. I require that when I go into the studio. And I don't like to come off like, oh, well, she's a diva, you know, she's Alice Williams, so she don't want to go in the kitchen and. While we stand in the balcony, on the balcony and mix yeah. her on the laptop like uh-huh. this, I'm okay. I get that things are done digitally, and so things are shrunken down, and it's a garage, and it's a band, garage band. Boom! I yeah. get all of that. It exists actually. I, I get it. I know. I uh-huh. get it. But for me, it's a difficult journey mm-hmm. um, because I'm accustomed to having a certain kind of surrounding Uh, a certain kind of sound in a vocal booth uh, a playback that's right there I don't have to step outside and go all the back I just want y'all to play it back that way I can hear it retain it and fix it Uh you know what I'm saying I I was a um, a, a, a made a lot of my uh, a lot of my bones being a background vocalist Uh I sang background vocals on Melba Moore's stuff yeah Kashif stuff Lilo Thomas stuff uh, uh, Bobby Brown stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it just the list goes on and on. <laughs> Bobby Brown. Woo, woo, woo. Bobby Brown was Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown was produced one time by um, who's the, the lead uh, of uh, of Cameo? Uh, oh man, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yes, I, I do. Name right yeah, now. Come I, I can yeah. see him with the high top fade But at Google, Google Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he was produced by. The lead uh, leader and founder of Cameo, uh-huh. and there was a song called "Girl Next Door," and I, he brought me in to sing "Girl Next Door." It was a radio. It had some radio time. It wasn't probably as big as 
um, uh, my prerogative. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I, I worked on Bobby's, one of Bobby's earlier albums, solo album. Oh. And um, so I did, you know, I had a lot of opportunity to go in and, 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 and hone my craft. And I, like I said, I'm just a person now who, when you come to me with a track or come to me with a song and say, we're going to go in the studio, I hope that we have a studio. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I've got a, not, you know not a bedroom, and you go in the bathroom. We're gonna be you put the a tarp over Just stand in the shower. It's the uh, best. Oh, the Larry ever. Blackman. Yes, Larry Blackman. Larry Blackman. Larry Blackman. Blackman. Shout, out, Shout out, Larry Blackman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the funkster himself. So, yes. so that was a great experience, uh-huh. and um, and like I said, I um, I prefer. You know, people often ask me, do I prefer uh, performing live? as opposed to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them both because they have their own mm-hmm. yeah. fun elements. Exactly. I Environment. Reco- I, mm-hmm. oh, yes, I always recorded at night. I never knew what time it was. I just knew I'd go in and it might have been six and it was just getting dark. Or, you know, it could be six in the summer, it'd be light. Uh-huh. But when I came out, it'd be light again. Uh-huh. Um, I always remember going in and <clears throat> doing all the singing and then laying in front of that couch that would always be in front of the console. Because uh-huh. that's how studios were. Uh-huh. There was the big console and there's a couch. And I uh-huh. and that today I can sleep anywhere uh-huh. with any amount of noise because I could sit there while they did a full mix and just knock out. Uh-huh. So music was my comforter. Uh-huh. Um, um, I think that as I enjoy both of them equally, I think that there's a difference. I, for instance, I prefer to be in a full-fledged studio than in a, a, a promo studio. You know, a, a pre, uh, you know, the the, the pre-studio. Yeah, pre-production. Stage, pre-production. Yeah, I mean, but that's it's usually necessary. In somebody's apartment. That's right. always and that, I know it's yeah, necessary, yeah. but for uh-huh. the final, for me to feel like I did what I needed to do and could hear myself optimally and whatever, I'd rather yeah. go into. Yeah, a, I mean, if really you don't have studio. the full setup, I mean, you can do those setups there, but. Usually, if you're in that setup, you have no idea how to properly do that setup. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a. Yeah, because that comes with its own challenges. Now, yeah. when it comes to live performance, people will say, What's your preference? Do you like big arenas? Or do you like small, intimate clubs? Mm-hmm. I like anything from a small, intimate club to the middle. I like big, big arenas. I've had the opportunity to play places like uh, Madison Square Garden. I've played Wembley Arena. I've seen thousands of people, and it was fun. Yeah. But. I often wondered had I touched everybody. They said they'd had a good time, but I couldn't. Um, I didn't know if I could. Well. I really had, and and unfortunately, I hadn't had enough opportunities on that level. So what we're putting into the universe now is that. Lord, send some more arenas so hey. I can figure if I, if I really like them. I know, right? Well, let's that go. last some hit music. That last show in Italy, Umbria, that, um, that was over 10,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, you had them rocking. Right. And, and, and that was one of the places I was going back to. I, I, it was great because I, I had been to London. Uh-huh. And lived in London for a while. I mean, I, I got my, my first gold record came from uh, Columbia. Oh, UK, look, UK. Yeah. okay. For the, for the same for the raw album. So uh, Paris was a return trip, uh-huh. and Umbria was a return, and Nice, uh-huh. and Umbria was a yeah. return trip. So Umbria Jazz Festival is the bomb diggity. diggity. Yes, yes, yes. It's incredible. I had some footage. If mm-hmm. you guys want to check it out yeah. on oh, our uh, twenty three DB pages mm-hmm. on Facebook and IG. Um, so you go from. We're in the 80s and 90s. You're doing all the hip-hop stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like end of the 80s. No, the hip-hop uh, stuff was early. The hip-hop stuff came between 82. 
two, like in the 80s. Okay, all, yeah, yeah, like yeah, because basketball, 82, yeah, yeah, Curtis and then Blow and that. 88, uh-huh. I was signed to Def Jam. Okay. 86 is when R&B. Russell started talking about it. Okay. And then I got signed to the rap label and given an R&B contract. Mm-hmm. And so the first CD came out, it was 86, we got signed, finally got the record done. We started putting music out in about 88. Yeah. And then Just Call My Name hit in 89. Uh huh. We had hits with Sleep Talk and Raw, which were New Jack Sleep Swing, talk. hip you yeah, know, hip-hop yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the but the real thing happened when when the ballad came, uh-huh. and and it made sense because that's what I was all along a ballad uh-huh. singer. I was already I'm, I was all Russell knew I was a torch singer to begin with. He saw what I did with the big band. He saw what I did at Sweetwaters doing cabaret. He knew that, uh-huh. but he wanted to take that and harness it in such a way because even though he became this uh pope of of uh, of of uh hip hop hip hop um, he's a big R&B well he grew up having basement parties like everybody else uh, yeah. listening yeah. to everything from Motown to Stax to you know whatever our 70s was you know what I mean all yeah. those great groups and singers mm-hmm. that we had he wanted to re- he heard Gladys Knight before in his life <laughs> yeah, and he exactly. wanted he yeah. wanted his own his own Gladys oh, Shaka uh-huh. you know Patty yeah. he wanted that and uh-huh. that's what he saw in me yeah and so that's and that's how we did it um, but it, and, and it, it, like I said it was a great ride and it it is the thing that has continually allowed me to still be in the game and be relevant nice. Um the challenges are um, const- the constant travel. You have to travel, uh-huh. and that's and you know what that's like, <laughs> yeah. and that can wear and tear on you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Most recently, um, over the last couple of years, I've become a brand ambassador for uh, a school called the Vocal Workout Singing School. That's located here in New York, okay. as well as in L.A. All right. And I think they have also a location in Las Vegas now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are global because we also teach via Skype and oh, wow. those okay. things are available. Makes sense. Uh, and um, I will tell you all how to reach out to the vocal workout. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we'll have a done. link yeah. in uh, in the episode to it. Wonderful. Definitely. Yeah. So Miss Ilana Martin is the founder of it, and uh-huh. she has her own method that, that, uh, that I have learned to teach um unfortunately i've been running around the country so still you know pursuing my my dream so it makes it hard for me to take on students but we do plan to do some master classes in 2020 uh that i'll make myself available in new york in new york yeah and if if they need me on the west coast i could do that too Uh, oh let us know i mean i I would love to come okay absolutely yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah but and and the beauty of it is is coming back into an educational fold at this Mm -hmm. point in my career not only does it give me a chance to to give um, to I, it's it's always going to be a combination. Her method is her method, and that and that is what uh, we stick to. But my experience uh, and as an artist, being on the road and recording and doing and working with the people I've worked with is also another type of education that I can give to a student. Yes, besides, yeah, and, the and real the, life, you know, the education. real life experience mm-hmm. of it, and so um, that is uh, that's that's what I. Um, I feel so blessed to have been brought in. And it also brings me back to a place. Sometimes you get very, um, not complacent, but very uh, Uh laid back. Uh I'll say lackadaisical when I say to myself, because I know I can be lackadaisical. What a word, lackadaisical. (laughs) Right. Lackadaisical, procrastinational, (laughs) just play lazy, catch potato. All of those things. And and those things throw you into a place where you may not practice as much or you may not uh, Mm -hmm. be consistent with your warm-ups. Now that I have the vocal workout in my pocket, uh-huh. And they got my my and they're part of my support mechanism. I'm back to that mm. thing that makes me more aware of 
what to do, what not to do, how to take care of it. Because it's please it, tell us, please yeah. tell us. Yeah, so, give I mean, us some tips. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people <laughs> always say, "What do you take?" For instance, when you find yourself hoarse. Um, and I, I always tell people the first, first thing you have to know is that your vocal cords and that whole system down there mm-hmm. is is a muscle. Uh-huh. And so it's just like any other muscle. You cannot overwork it. You will strain it. Uh-huh. And the yeah. result okay. is uh, anything from laryngitis to hoarseness to the development of polyps and things of that nature. Yeah. But if you take care of it and you rest it, mm-hmm. The right way. The only way you can get your voice back. I don't care what you take. I don't care. You know, sometimes you might find yourself uh, ill and you have to take something to get yourself through a show. And the, the only thing that gets it back to where it needs to be is is rest. Rest. <laughs> Just yes, like anything yes, else. Yes. It's like yeah. if you go to the gym and you rip it up and you need to go and you need to rest. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, you'll get stronger, but you need to rest. rest. So rest is Recover. another thing. Uh, and all the things that you would do to your body because your body is your whole instrument. People think it just happens here. Yeah. It, your resonation of your of, of, of your sound comes from the bottoms of your feet to the crown of your head. And uh-huh. we teach that in the vocal workout. Okay. It's a holistic uh, uh, approach oh, to vocal right. training. That's the difference that sets us apart from everything else uh-huh. is it's a holistic uh, uh, approach. And so um, uh, keeping yourself hydrated, water, just like you would want to do for your health in any way. In general, in general. Um, Watching out for your environment and and keeping yourself from, you know, you want to, if I go to a club and I look at the piano and it's a dusty mess, I I don't care how they feel about it, but someone's going to wipe it down. And if they don't, I'll find a paper towel because I know that there's dust everywhere. But if I can see it, then I know I'm breathing it. And that's going down in my throat Mm. and up in my nasal part. All the things that I need to resonate can be, Mm-hmm. You know, so so you got to be conscious of these things. Wow. Yeah, I tell people all the time. Um, sometimes we'll go to a venue and they'll they'll have it all set up. And they have water and towels, and they're really treating us well. And they put the towels on the floor next to the monitor. And I'm like, why would you put a towel that I got to exactly. put on? Well, my- and most of the time they're white too, right? No, they, no? They, they they figured that out. They're oh, black. okay. They got black right. towels yeah, of different colors. Black, yeah, with, okay. With, you yeah. don't see as much dirt <laughs> yeah, and dirt, makeup the, in the, the whole bit. Yeah, the the lint. Lint yeah. and all of that. All yeah. of them. But they will put it right down there next to them. And I'm like, I got to put that on my face. I got to put that in my nose. I just, Disgusting. you never think about that. Oh, things. wow. That's, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's very true. That's though. why I'm always asking for a table. But I end up using the percussion table. Yeah. I was, you know, I put that on my resume now. Percussion. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I played percussion yeah, on a go. full play. Hey, you did. The last time I, I played I percussion, <laughs> I was with a rock band called the Gang of Four back in my early days. <laughs> and um, I played, um, I think I had a, a, a triangle, a bell. I know I had a tambourine. <laughs> but I, I told myself, you have to give me something to do besides sing background because I'm not going to stand back here and just sway from side to side. Yeah. So I, they had certain things in their music that required that. And that's, so I've, I've been a closet percussionist <laughs> for quite some time. But I've now re-resurged. Uh, yeah. re, 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 it's a resurgence. Uh, uh, I have a resurgence uh, yeah. of my yeah. percussion of, of skill. Yeah, egg playing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I play a mean egg. You sure do I now. can shake an egg, y'all. <laughs> I'm an egg-shaking chick. <laughs> yes. So, wait, wait, so, wait. Uh-huh. What about your, um, how do you sustain your vocal cords? Well, healthy and for me, when, routine. I, when, I, when, I, when I perform, I know that I like to have tea. Uh, I, 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 I go with a tea called throat coat because throat coat has 
all a, a lot of the herbs that govern the throat. It. So yeah. they're already in one bag. Mm-hmm. And I might augment that with something like uh, um, some honey. Um, uh, honey, if I'm not, I'm not a big honey person unless I just need honey and lemon straight on a spoon. If I'm really, you know, oh, that's poor. a get yeah, you honey and lemon, honey and lemon, bonus. like your parents used to give you when you were oh, yeah, kids. Yeah, it soothes the throat. Yeah, but um, you know that that that's it. I, I'll put a ricola in there because that's a lozenge that I like. Yeah, that, yeah. that I melt it down in the tea. Uh-huh. But what I do for my throat will always be uh, will always be predicated on just how what it what's brought it on. Am I hoarse from a cold? Am I hoarse because I got wet and then gotten cold air? There are different levels mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of what you may feel and what you may have to um, what you may have to. Uh, do to sing over it and so, overcome it. Yeah, you, you know, prepare if, if, for right, like exactly. What's the like, preparation I can't around miss it. the gig, so yeah. I have to go ahead and figure out what do I need to bring it to a place where I can control it yep. and use uh, use mm-hmm. your technique. Yeah, there is no calling out sick when you're the singer. It's not. Hey, you know, it's, it's a. It's yeah. just not. Yeah, you know. So, um, like I said, um, the herbs and what have you, and you can go online and find, you know, all the different herbs that govern the throat and mm-hmm. and things like that. And, throat coat. And, um, yeah. throat but throat coat is a good place to start. start. That's what okay. I like. Yeah, throat nice. coat and a little Ricola. I don't, and I'm a very, um, you know, like now there's there's throat coat with echinacea and there's throat oh, coat yeah, with yeah, lemon. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. Once I start with a product, just leave that. I, you know, just leave okay, the throat. Yeah, Ricola's got cherry flavor in it. This, uh, a mint. Just give me the plain yellow bag, <laughs> and those, and, and that's what yeah, I'm finding. Every original. time they start adding stuff to it, it makes it a little scary for me. But that's just me. Yeah, everybody will do what they want. And and there are other things. There um there are other lozenges and stuff on the market that you might need. There's one called Fisherman's Friend, and it's really a licorice anise um mm-hmm. anise kind of base in it, and it's real harsh and nasty, but it's good. <laughs> It's good for your throat. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh, okay. Uh, vocal zones. Uh, what is it? There's something called Singer's, singers, oh, yeah, singers Saving Grace. Uh-huh. It's another. It's a spray uh-huh. that you spray on the back of the throat. It, once again, has a lot of uh, herbs and made from tinctures and extracts of herbs that govern the throat and will give you relief. Nice. But most of the time, it's just a matter of keeping yourself rested, Keeping yourself hydrated, keeping your throat wrapped up. Don't be willy nilly. What we don't realize is that the technique that we learn for singers mm-hmm. that keeps you able to do what you need to do um, for the long term, whether it's a show or over the course of your career, we don't practice those things when we speak. You, we, we just been sitting here, kiki ha ha ha. Everything's up here. Everything's yeah, up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're screeching and heeking and hocking. And we do that and we don't realize we're still using that same voice. Uh-huh. We're still I'm using sure that same instrument. But we're not using the techniques that we do when we know we're before the mic about to perform. Yeah. So you have to be, you know, give yourself time to bring it down. Like I said, rest, keep it hydrated. And, you know, don't do things that are going to be counteract, counterproductive to what you need. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. we're not gonna have a whole bunch of smoking, yeah. and we're not gonna have a whole bunch of drinking. Uh-huh. We're just gonna, you know, take govern care of our <laughs> govern our gift. Uh-huh. Govern the gift. Govern it's it's the almost gift, like if you yeah. had if you had a if you had a someone gave me this analogy, um, and uh, Ron, uh, if you had a thoroughbred oh. racehorse, you wouldn't leave it outside and not brush <laughs> it and 
Yeah. Make it drink vodka. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and not, 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 not run it every yeah, day. Not and, and not exercise it. Yeah. And not throw, throw some water on them. You, know? you yeah. would do that if you knew you had a thoroughbred because you would keep him in the top mm-hmm. condition shape, 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 so that he shape. could run and do what he was the gifted to do possible. to the best yeah. level. Same thing with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Treat it like it's a thoroughbred, and it will help, and you'll win and every time. Every time. So, is there an everyday routine for you that you practice there, there, warm there up? There is. Well, there's an everyday routine, um, but I don't do it every day. Okay. So I have to govern myself. You know, it's, it's something you work at. Mm-hmm. You don't take it for granted. But yeah. if, if you know, but the things that you do to help keep your whole body healthy and uh-huh. at at Peak. peak are the same things that are going to affect your throat because uh-huh. your body is your whole instrument. Mm-hmm. The whole body is is the instrument. Yeah. So if I'm if I should rise early and get myself a little quiet time, meditation, prayer time, that's going to be good because uh-huh. it's going to make everything relax and and give everything a chance to come alive after having been at rest. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to have a good meal. I'm uh-huh. going to eat things that. Are going to yeah. be good for me. It helps, yeah. You know? keep, um, keeps away mucus. Keep and, uh, away mucus yeah. and uh, you know, try cheese to and no. And, well, you know, not, not, into that. They, they say that you know you should be watchful of dairy, but that's all. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that that to, be, that to be to the individual. I used to have a doctor, Doctor Grabshaw, rest his soul. He used to come. You'd come to the office to be. He's my ENT specialist, and he did all of the great opera singers and all of the Broadway people. They went to him, mm-hmm. and he um, he would say. What we say? No red wine, no ice, no dairy, no orange juice, no chocolate. And that was the first thing he said. So there was no dairy, no orange juice, no 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 red wine, no chocolate. No so chocolate. I could I could get out of all no the cho- milk chocolate, I guess. Yes. But for yeah. everybody it's different. I can mm-hmm. eat an ice cream cone and go and sing it. I don't get mucus like that. Oh. But this is what I found out. I got on a plane going to the Umbria Jazz Festival. A hundred years ago, <laughs> and I had to take a separate flight than everybody else. So by the time I got to town, the promoter had had this beautiful spread. And you know how they take care of you. Uh-huh. The oh, table was from yes. there to there, and just courses of food kept coming out. And every few spaces there was a bottle of wine. So they, were, when I walked in, everybody said, "Hey, Elton, we're glad you made it." They were about to do a toast, and so I just grabbed the glass, and somebody gave me some red wine, and I drank the red wine. And I went to my room with a whole carafe of hot water. At, right at dinner, my voice said, oh. And the doctor had told me, no red wine. That's no just something wine. I can't do. But I learned by experience. Uh, and I would imagine the red wine over there, you know, is kind of the best oh, red yeah, wine exactly. you've ever had. Uh-huh. So whatever is in the grape skin, the pectin, I don't know what yeah. it is. It's something in red wine that don't work good. Don't work for you, with yeah. It doesn't work good. And so right. I still doesn't. Day, no, I never saw never you drink, drink red wine. wine. Uh, I never did. What about white wine? <laughs> I can drink white wine. Yeah. I can drink a rosé. a white Zinfandel, which is pink. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But remember when we <laughs> yeah. got the wine? Uh-huh. We got a three box wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> we stopped somewhere on the road and we got a, a three box wine deal. Yes. And uh, we, even we there, drink a lot even, of good wine. Together. Even their wine <laughs> that comes from the Seven Eleven over in Italy is fierce. So, uh huh. So. So she was my taster. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Lisa Merlot, pa- you partner. Taste that. partner, partner. <laughs> oh, oh my God, yes. we did a lot of. We do. Oh, yes. That's our thing, actually. That's Fayla and I <laughs> yeah, thing. We do a thing here in the show, uh-huh. but she's way over there making me sound way good over here. And then exactly. afterwards, my friend, a house thing, and then wine after the show. <laughs> 
That's our thing. <laughs> Me, her, and Patrice. We definitely have we had our like, share. So, yeah, but good um, wine, yeah, so, so those, so so that's one thing I can tell tell you from experience that red wine can be the enemy of the voice. Uh-huh. Um, for me, it proved to be. Thank I've you. Seen that's a great tip. That's a great it tip. It's fine, but if you can afford uh, avoid it, then you know. And just like like I said, if you keep this whole thing, yeah, straight, straight, then this is going to benefit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. gonna benefit, and uh, and so you you're also working in radio as well. I have a, a radio show that I do. Um, Harlem, if you don't know, has its own radio station. Oh, it's okay. W H C R, which is Harlem Community Radio. It is the FM band, uh, ninety point three FM, and is the uh, community radio arm for City College. Oh, they right. have a student run. Uh, college station college on the station. AM, uh-huh. and then we are uh, a full-fledged 24-hour uh, community-based radio station with emergency uh, ties and all yeah, that kind of stuff, broadcasting yeah. and what have you, and all types of music and all uh, types of um, talk shows from sports to community activists and um, health and wellness and uh, you know just everything is open. Nice. All kinds of music from reggae to reggaeton to gospel to jazz to Latin to, you know, it's all broken down. And my show was called Love Notes with Allison Williams in mm-hmm. the Chill Zone. In the chill zone. All right. Yeah, in the, the quiet. Zone. Okay, quiet zone. Yeah. Okay, I got it. You know, <laughs> it, you know and, I, and it is how much to, uh, who was a good friend and, and, uh, and obviously a, a veteran, Mr. Vaughn Harper, who was oh, a, a yeah. veteran uh, uh, radio personality for so many years and uh-huh. came out of all that good radio with WBLS and Frankie Crocker back in the day when radio was radio. Uh-huh. So I wanted something, um, you know, I, I've come in contact and have been uh, loved and mentored uh on by so many great people, um, Ken Spider-Webb, uh, G.K. Alexander, uh, just a bunch of folks, uh, Lenny Green, Jeff Fox, Shayla. Um, I've come through a, a whole lot of great people in radio, and what they never knew is that I went to school for communications broadcasting, but I had gotten a full scholarship in dance. And so when I got to the school, I found out they didn't have broadcasting. They had journalism. Of course, at that time, I was not smart enough to realize, girl, just go with the journalism. It will lead you to the broadcasting. Mm -hmm. But I'm stubborn. I'm young. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I got a dance scholarship. So this is just my second major. And I'm like, I want what I want. So I was lucky enough to have a, 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 a professor who said, listen, I know you don't want to be here. <laughs> no, this is not what you signed up for. And then I was also very um, on edge because um, there was only one African-American dance instructor instructor there at that time, and she decided she wanted to go back out on the road with the Alvin Ailey Company. So then I was left with other instructors who didn't necessarily support my African-American me when yeah. it came to classical dance. Dance, yeah. The good thing about it was Arthur Mitchell had already trained and told me that my body type was fine and I could dance any ballet I wanted to, if I wanted to. Uh-huh. Firebird, Swan Lake, whatever bird you got. You know what I mean? <laughs> whatever bird you whatever got. Whatever bird you whatever got, you can, you can dance it. You can dance it. But okay. I actually heard uh, instructors say, well, you know, you'll probably be good at, uh, with um, musical theater, but you'll never be a company member. In other words, I would never be at the Met. I would never be American Ballet. You know, I, would, I said, well, that's not the information I have. So I tell you what, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cool. Um, 
I also had already been a working artist. I had a young a group with a friends, three friends of mine. Uh, shout out to uh, Fran J and uh, Lisa Fisher. Uh, we had a group. Oh, called, Lisa Fisher. We had a group <laughs> called New Rose. Yeah, oh, the you know Lisa, who Fisher. Lisa Fisher. Is? Yeah. Lisa sings with the Rolling Stones. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I've heard that name so many times. Luther uh, Vandross' muse. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Three feet. From stardom, twenty feet. Yeah, twenty feet from stardom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So wow. 20, 50 feet. It's, yeah, it's I think twenty feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, and now she's out with her own thing, Grand Baton, Grand Baton, and uh, I know we're gonna cross paths with her on one of these situation gigs. Oh you know? yes. But, uh, but we, like I said, cool. we had a, we had a group, and on the weekends we were gigging in clubs. Oh. Um, so I'm at Marymount gracious. going. Look, what you, what is what am I here for? I can't. This professor was so cool. He said, this is what we're going to do. You come to class, and at the end of the class, we're going to turn off the light and put up the shades, and you're going to sing. And the students can pick, the, can give you requests. And that's what we would do for the last 15 minutes of class because he knew that's how he could get me there. So when somebody mm-hmm. cares enough about you wow. to professor alter, you know, the the, the, the Yeah, the for your passion to get for my, you, yeah. Right. I just, yeah. Wow, I, that's I've, a, I've that's always big. had that kind of a, wow. always had that kind of a, of support. And oddly enough, even when I, after I left Marymount, I went to City College, I had the same, the head of the department came to me and said, listen, we think it's great that you're here, but when I see that your grades are, you're waning or that your papers are not coming in on time, I go and I buy the Village Voice. The Village Voice used to cost money. It's free now. <laughs> but he said, and I just kept and turning just the gone. pages. Now yeah. just gone. <laughs> yeah. and I pay, He said, I keep turning the pages till I see your name. And then I understand you have a gig at McHale's. You're not really focused on this paper. And he, he said, listen, there are things that you can learn out there that we can't teach you in here. And there are things that we could teach you in here that you can't learn out there. Go out there, learn what you need to learn, come back, tell us all about it, and I promise they'll give you the piece of paper. So that's what I'm going that's what I'm in the midst of doing now, mm-hmm. is going back to get that piece of paper. And it's great, and it's great because I am full circle. I'm back on my campus. I'm mm-hmm. back at City College. Oh. I'm back at City College, y'all. <laughs> Let's go. On Let's Tuesdays go. from 8 to 10 p.m., <laughs> 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Nice. WHCR. Let's be clear here. Yes. Oh. I'm back on my campus. Back um, on your campus, so, doing your passion, doing what my you passion initially wanted to go for. Told anyway. me to go do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've come home. Nice. I've come home, and um, I hope that I have amassed enough uh, in my uh, thirty some odd years to um, since that those college days to um, to uh, go ahead and, and and take it to the next level. I had a really great situation happen with the situation because of the situation. Uh-huh. situation. Yeah, every, you know, every time we say situation now, it has a different meaning because yeah. of we're in the band. <laughs> uh-huh. Christian McBride has an incredible wife named uh, Melissa Walker. Yes. And she is a singer in her own right. And it's so odd. You never know how people see you or envision you. She recommended me to be a guest lect- lecturer at uh, the Tisch School at NYU. Yes. The Clive Davis recording, <clears throat> recorded music uh uh, division. Yeah. Um, as a professor, Khan, that I had a chance to work with, he teaches a course called Topics in Recorded Music, Aretha Franklin. So just recently, when we finished at, at the Blue Note a uh-huh. couple weeks ago, I was asked to prepare to go in and lecture college-level, university-level students oh. um, on the music and the legacy of Aretha Franklin. And it was a really, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've spoken to students before, uh-huh. but mostly young kids or, you know, school-age mm-hmm. kids and or kids who maybe not even in the industry or have any clue of music or going for music. Yeah. Kids who need the idea 
idea or be, who need to be taught what this business really is about mm-hmm. and the hard work that takes place mm-hmm. and what this business really is about that everybody's not going to be in front of the stage. There's a lot of really wonderful things that need to be done behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Indeed. That make it so that the person can go out on stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, these are the types of things that I've, I've been able to impart to uh, students in the past, but now to go in with a specific curriculum, a specific topic of someone like Aretha and and speak on it to 18 kids who were just like, they were in it. And we had an interactive uh, uh, portion of it where I got a couple of them to sing uh, uh-huh. And then I uh-huh. sang for them. Uh-huh. It was really wonderful. So I look forward to doing more lectures. I look forward to a lecture tour. Nice. And especially to these oh. historically black colleges. I'll be coming to you for sure. Yes. So um, Are they videotaping new... those or no? They, I did have a friend of mine. Uh, uh, shout out to Grayson Desnick for coming <laughs> in. Um, and uh, getting some video. I haven't seen the video yet because he had to run out of town. But some really great still shots and footage. Right. So we're putting a package together now. Great, so we can, yeah. You know, I want talk to, see to the students, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it always ends up in a in a in a in a, in a performance, ah, or, of or you know, so it's always <laughs> we, we we turn it up, so because that's what we come yeah, to do. Uh-huh. So um, so you know, those are the things that are going on with me right now between vocal workout and Christian McBride and mm-hmm. putting out my own music, uh, the radio station. I have some other things that I'm doing <clears throat> outside of the industry in terms of. Um, they, they entertain me, so I guess it's entertainment. Yes, yes. I have a jewelry line that I'm doing. I just oh, feel like that. Nice. And I also have a card line that I'm doing, uh, a note card. Uh-huh. And um, they were inspired by my uh, mentor, Dr. Maya Angelou, uh-huh. who um, taught me a song called God Put a Rainbow in the Clouds. Wow. God Put a Rainbow in the Sky. So um, we have these rainbow in the cloud uh, cards, and they are... Blank cards uh-huh. that will come, 10 in a set, um, in a beautiful packaging. And um, I'll tell you the story on a, on a placard card um, of how I came to love clouds and uh-huh. the rainbow story and the whole bit that Dr. Angelo told me. And then um, the, the note in the card, let the note in the card be your rainbow because we should always strive to be the rainbow in someone's cloud. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We should always strive to, to give people hope to come uh-huh. with a smile. To yes. Be positive. Yeah. So yes. it'll be blank. So your note can be hi, so, how you doing? Thank you. Thinking about you. What you doing? Get it together. Whatever oh, it is. Yes. Yes. Right. And the, 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 the cloud pictures are pictures that I've taken. And the beauty of it is, is I have such an, an awesome opportunity to take great pictures of clouds from various countries well and not all only places but 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 level, like, levels you yeah. know what I'm saying? i mean we're in the plains yeah we're sometimes oh, i'm on the yeah. street remember when we were in uh montsecure again and we went around uh, the castle yeah and we were over this <sighs> valley we were castle. up on a we were in yeah. the castle and this was one of the platforms of the castle and then there was further there were levels you know and the castle sat at the top of this mountain and then there was a valley that was straight so we were able to get all of that expansive yeah sky. Uh-huh. so these sky, these pictures of sky. Sometimes I'm over on the water, so I have an incredible opportunity to get clouds from various perspectives. perspectives mm. you know yeah. And some of them are nice. just the sky. I actually have caught some actual rainbows, uh-huh. and some of them have a little cityscape or countryscape. You know, you know. I decided not make them all cloud, but you know, might you might just catch a little farm. Yeah. You might catch a little highway. <laughs> uh-huh. You might catch a bridge, but it's still the cloud. Yeah. And God put a rainbow in the cloud, and He put the rainbow in the cloud so that when it looked like the sun wasn't going to shine anymore, uh-huh. God put a rainbow in the sky. It's a, it's a it's a Negro spiritual. Ah. And so He put this, the rainbow in the sky so people would have hope, and it's our 
obligation. Mm-hmm. Wow. What we should be trying to do, strive to do as human beings okay. is to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. Wow. We got to we got to touch base a little bit more on that. <laughs> but you, <clears throat> you how much time did you spend with Maya Angela? Oh my god. Not as goodness. much as I would have liked to, but yeah, all of, of our play dates were incredible. Oh wow. I was that the sugar bowl? Like you got No, at like, her house. Oh, at her house too. Oh. Geez. Wait a minute, the New York houses, the the, uh, the North, North Carolina, Carolina houses. Oh, heck oh. yeah. You got to spend time. No, no, no. I got to have play dates like auntie, grandmother, kind of go in the closet and get this dress and bring it to me. And I want you to go in my jewelry box and pick this out. I had some absolutely wonderful times that I I hold so dearly. Yes. um, (laughs) You must. Just. That's every word that woman says is like, oh. Oh, so imagine you know, what just, I'm gonna give you an idea. We're like, sitting wow. around the table, right? And doctor's here, and she's talking, and she might say water or, or, or something. <laughs> like, she, she might, and you're already in awe. <laughs> then she'll just break out in song, and then you just want to melt off the chair because it's like you know yeah. that she is about to use that song in a teaching manner. Or tell a great story about the origin of the song, and you don't get to wow. do what we think we want to do and pull out a camera and do like, you know you live in that moment and yeah. you take it in and you drink it in as the Absurd. incredible Human. memory and, and opportunity yes. that you can never get anywhere else. Yeah. And even that, you learn how to take into other places. If you if you've had the opportunity to sit with someone like a Dr. Maya Angelou or Nancy Wilson, who was also my mentor, or to be at the home of a James Baldwin, all of those things teach you how to govern yourself in any situation where you just need to calm down and live in the moment and let it wash over you. You don't have to take a picture of it. You don't have to try to tell somebody. You don't have to Mm -hmm. do that. You just have to. I mean, I, they, they were such a connection to hair, you know, to black heritage from Martin Luther King to Malcolm X. I mean, that's just, yeah. it was just, Listen, that's like, I'll give you the best, the I'll give you the best, so. I'll give you the best example. <laughs> wow. Uh, people will always say, do you ever keep in touch with Russell? Do you get to go to the parties with Puffy? Do you blah, 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 blah. And these are all people we came up together. And the answer is, yes, I do keep in touch with Russell. No, I've never been invited to Puffy's party, but it's okay. Yeah. We got stuff that's written in stone and nobody can yeah. take it out of, the, out of the archive. It's good. Yeah. When Dr. Angelou was given um, her line of life, life, uh, lifestyle line, um, mm-hmm. which was cards and table runners and mm-hmm. yeah. bowls and all kinds of things and one chimes and dream catchers, she had all this whole line yeah. that she did. And um, I want to say the life mosaic. The li- I can't remember the name what it was called, but um, Hallmark gave her a line and um, and. Uh, she gave her. Uh, they gave her a big party here in New York, but she gave herself a party at the Sugar Bar yeah, because, of course, <laughs> George Faison. Shout out to George Faison and Ashford and Simpson, Valerie and Nick. All those have become my family and have embraced me, yeah. which is what led me to to doctor. Uh-huh. So um, she gives this party at the Sugar Bar and invites all her friends and all her good Judy girlfriends and all those other literary fabulous women and uh-huh. writers and, and men that, you know, that that that, been, that have been doing it that were there and marched the march. Uh-huh. And I mean that as a blanket statement. Uh-huh. They, they marched the march. And I'm and, and the band and I was singing, she asked me to be the, mu- the musical component. So oh, I was excited. Nice. I was like, to ask me, because she would call me her songbird. I would, that was my, her name for me. Uh-huh. When I would enter the room, I'd say, hi, Dr. Sheikah, songbird. 
She wouldn't look <laughs> to me. She could hear it. She knew who it was. And that's what she called me. Um, uh, I digress. Um, so the band was trying to figure out the next song. We had just finished the song, clap, clap, clap. And the band had, you know, was doing something, and I was giving them that moment. And I happened to look up, and in front of me was Dr. Angelou, Betty Shabazz, Miss Tyson, and there was one more person. It was Dr. Angela Betty Sebaz, Miss Tyson, and one other incredible person I was named. But, but it didn't matter. What it was is that they were sitting there eating chicken with their fingers like people do <laughs> and being quite so ever normal. And I was like, wait a minute. These are the dolls that want to hear me sing? Yes. Oh, I think it was probably like Dr. Janetta Coles, Dr. Mims, and because there's a bunch of doctor, doctor women. Doctor women. Yeah, yeah, they were all there wow. coming out, you know, for uh -huh. her, for her, her celebration. And I was like, if this is the crew that supports me, I'm good. I'm good. I don't have to go to the Hamptons. Yeah. I don't have to do any of that. I don't have to go any of those, you know, hyper vigilant folks places you got to be. Yeah, exactly. If it's going to end real quick <laughs> uh -huh. and poorly. Uh -huh. I just, you know, but they were there and happy exactly. about it. I was like, hey, good living their life. And I said, and they wanted me. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And and until this day, I still have you know wonderful conversations with Miss Tyson. I'm still in touch with uh, with uh, Dr. <sighs> Janetta Cole and and Dr. Mims and all of these women that I call Dr. Angelou the gift that keeps on giving because even though she is no longer here mm -hmm. physically, her spirit not only does embrace all of us and will continue to embrace them, but uh -huh. my, that personal side of it. Anytime I need something or I'm looking for a way to figure something out, she has left something here as a clue or a person or a place mm. that I can go and ex ac access what I need. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just might be inner strength. And so I can go back to her voice and her words and uh -huh. the things she personally poured into me. And I, and I can make it. And I can make it. Yes. Make Wisdom. It. Yeah, I can make it. I had, um, I had a, 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 a really... I had a, a moment to reflect. My mother um, had an opportunity to have a career in uh, song and dance and acting when she was younger, but mm -hmm. she chose not to pursue it to raise her daughters. Mm -hmm. However, at one time, she was a model as well as singing and dancing and acting, and she was a chaperone and a coach at a place called the Ophelia DeVore School of Charm and Etiquette. They used to, it was a black-owned charm school. Uh -huh. Diane Carroll was a student there, and my mother was her chaperone. And her coach. So when I think about it, my mother taught Diane Carroll, and then both of them taught me. Yes. So there's no way in the world I can't excel and go to greatness because <laughs> I had two queens teach me everything I need to know uh -huh. and then ended up being ushered into the arms of other queens. Like a doctor, like a, like you know, Dr. Angelo and, and, and Nancy Wilson and a, and a Miss Tyson, Cecily Tyson. You know, this is, I know my path and where hey, I'm supposed to be going. I, I, just, I saw Cecily Tyson like three, four years ago mm -hmm. on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Just walking just, down the street? No, 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 no. Actually, okay, in a Broadway show. Oh, no, play. I saw the show. The, the, yeah, with James Earl Jones. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. I mean, what we're talking about a three-hour play. Um, it was called The Agreement yeah, or something, oh, like like something like The Porch or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, but they did like a three-hour play just straight through. They're no, both in their 90s. Oh, I mean, oh. straight book play. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that dialogue. I was like... Never miss a beat and never miss a show. What? <laughs> I never miss a show. 
Are you kidding me? And I mean, and while she ended the play, like in the play, you know, she was like frail looking. Mm. She ended the play straight, right, straight, straight back. Her the show I straight saw her out. In, it was she, she was in another show <laughs> that I think wasn't with oh, James. The Earl. Gin Game. The Gin Game, right? That she was, was in another name. one, yeah. and I can't remember the name of it. But this is she was doing stuff on stage like this. Now she was playing an older woman and what have you. Yeah. But there was a scene where there was a couch. And she stood next to the couch. Then she just hopped onto the couch, like you know. Yeah. And I'm like, "What are you hopping yeah, for?" Know, and we right? and she was just looking at us like, "Watch this!" <laughs> and she just hopped yeah, onto the, yeah. you know, jumped up in the air and just kind of laterally, yeah. horizontally popped onto the couch. I'm yeah. like, "Really, Miss Tyson? That's what you're gonna yes. do? Really?" I mean, okay. come on. Okay, like all right. those ladies. Now you're just they showing been through on. it all. They, they, they've been there, done mm-hmm. that. They're moving on. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just getting better with time. Listen. You know, just yes. <laughs> rocking it hard. Like a good wine. Hard. Actually, I just saw a picture of her too. She was at, at Tyler. At the Tyler yeah, Perry. Tyler. Of course, she was. Oh, Woo! she went. Actually, one of the buildings were named one after of this, her. One of the uh, yeah. Oh, she one used, of the tw- yeah yeah um, one of okay. the twelve uh, makes sense. Um, sound sound stage. Yeah, sound. Shout out studio. to Tyler Perry. What a wonderful Shout thing. Shout out. Hey, listen. I'll see hey. you across the table. I know we got some things to talk about. <laughs> I know there's some songs you need sung and some words you need spoken. Some scenes you need acting. Exactly. I'm your girl. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. w- w- we'll be opening up a, a, a actual sound studio that will, you know, that will sing. rival, you know, a few of the things. Or, <laughs> or at least you can sing all your audio work to I'm us. I'm just saying. That's so I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying, you know, we just, just going saying. big. The Art of Music Tech, 23DB Productions, one of one. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of that. So, yeah, I mean, Tyler just gives us all that. Inspiration. That inspiration and vision. And, and, and I hey, can speak. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from. No, hey, he's at Kazakhstan. He's like, wow. He's like 12. You know. That, Say where you're from again. Kazakhstan. I know exactly where that is. I have a friend named Diaz who's a, a singer, and he's going to be doing a show with me uh, on October 25th. It's called Jazz in the Garden. His name is Dion. I can't pronounce his last name. Most, <laughs> That's I'm going to show it up. Yeah. But he's from... Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Mm. So I'm very familiar with your country. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Have <laughs> you ever tried food? Huh? Have you ever tried food? No, but oh. I'm going to. Okay. Yes, please. I'm a foodie. I just want to know. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just put it in front of me and tell me what it is. I'm all righty. Yep. But I can imagine it's wonderful. <laughs> That's incredible. I have to give you the information because maybe you might want to come to the show. Yeah. And, uh, yes. And then you oh. get to meet. Oh, yes, please. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Nice, um, nice. I, what I was about to say uh, when you spoke about, you know, being in, you know, inspired and in any way uh, affiliated, um, I, I want to just tell your listeners and your podcast supporters that through working with you, and I've just met Dennis, but through working with you, mm-hmm. seeing your setup, watching you roll, how you roll. Doing what you do, and then let's throw on top of it you're a woman, and let's throw on top of it that you're black. So we got all those <laughs> things going, but you know your craft so well. There wasn't a city or a town that we showed up in, and and, and, and there uh, were sometimes where everything wasn't everything. It uh-huh. became everything. Everything was always ca- became everything. But when we hit the ground and got to the uh, to the hotel, you had to boosh. You had to go poof. Uh, you didn't get to go always to the room and, 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 and kick your shoes off or take a shower right then or whatever. You mm. had to go and do what you do. And then you had to do it so that when we showed up, 
Everything we needed was pretty much in place, if not in place. And I watched you do that consistency for, for two and a half weeks, 14 to 18, 16 shows, whatever it was. Uh -huh. And so if uh. you're going to send some work somewhere, <laughs> send it over here <laughs> because it's going to be dealt with expediently and correctly and to the highest Thank level you. of excellence. Uh, and I saw it. I saw it for myself. Thank it's all for you. myself, so I can endorse you. Oh, I can endorse you. I can, you. I can vouch for you. Same here, same here. Yeah. You brought it every night. Well, I tried. Uh, that that the whole band brought it every night. You, you just just true professionals mm -hmm. in what you do. Um, no matter what happened during the day, you got to give people a great we left show. Left it in the wings. We yeah. left it in the wings. Exactly, exactly. Um, thank you so much, mm -hmm. Allison. This was amazing. Yeah. Well, um, just I feel like I feel like we haven't talked about everything, but I feel I know, like we covered but, so but much. We're gonna, you're gonna uh, come back. Yeah, you, you, you can't will, come back. Right Please come back. Right across the river, baby. I, I mean, right. you've I been mean, hard. Mm. I mean, you, yeah, right I'm in the right city. There, so so um, we'll definitely do this again. We always say that. Everybody we have on, they're just so... Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. I just the the Maya Angelo story, like, whoo, <laughs> come on. I know I was supposed to be giving tips about my life and how it is to be an artist, but that is Oh um, no, you gotta the, take you this is being an artist. It's right, being exactly. able to take it, that knowledge thing, from other right, artists. Exactly. And, and, and Dr. Angelo was definitely yes, an, an artist. An artist. Uh, she sang, she sang, she acted. And those are the things Ooh, that I've done. Did. And then yeah. I'm still trying to do. do. <laughs> um, television is film is my next uh, uh, realm that I want to really dive into. I've done a lot of theater on and off Broadway. And I'm just trying. As a matter of fact, I have an audition coming up. I won't say what it's for. Uh -huh. but please keep me in your prayers. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. For well. an incredible uh, part that I would love to and be honored to play. Um, what else? I just, I'm just trying to figure out yeah. what, it, what, what I, I want to also said. say that you have great diction. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I know yes. that it is. To my mother. Your mother. I did. I couldn't come in the it. house with it going. She says, Do you know how much I pay and how hard I work to send you to school for you to come in here with some D's, those, and them? Because when you keep like, I was over there and I did this and that yes. and that and them and it looked it like and she was so oh, oh. Yeah. And she was the. Um, what do you call it when you uh, you uh, you can abuse somebody um, physically, mentally? Man. She she would just talk about it for so long. No, too. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I wish she just beat me. She just You could be in your room. You could be banished to your room, and she'd be mopping the floor. I know you shouldn't come in here like this. Going blah, blah, blah. And she'd be going, <laughs> talking to the cat about what I did and how disappointed she was. Uh -huh. But and, and and I got it, but she could always tell when I was either hanging with the wrong kids or mm. when I just wasn't paying attention and I knew better. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 so um, I was on the road uh, back in 1997. Six, seven, um, right after Phyllis Hyman passed, who was a personal friend, oh, there was a show produced called Thank God the Beat Goes On, which uh, takes from the, um, the title of a, of a song by The Whispers. And, and, mm. the, and the, 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 uh, the show was about The Whispers and how it was now 50 years, but how they were celebrating 40 years in the industry. And it was told from the eyes of uh, the custodian at a theater that would have been like an Apollo or something like that. Any major 
venue like the Apollo yeah, in the, in the yeah, country. Yeah. So he's telling the story of the Apollo. Uh, the, the whispers are scheduled to come in tonight and do this big concert, and they're celebrating 40 years in the industry. And um, da 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 da. Um, <clears throat> and in the play, I play Phyllis Hyman, and they took from the pages of real life the night that they were about to do a show at the Apollo here in New York was the night she was supposed to be with them, and she decided yeah. to trans. Yeah transition uh-huh. by her own terms. Um, yeah. So uh, we were on the road with that show for about two years, and I remember the whispers saying this. We were going, we had to always do radio to promote the show. Uh-huh. And we'd go in, in the mornings, and, and they'd be like, Allison, you, you speak for us. I said, what do you mean, speak for you? Y'all know how to talk? I mean, you all been doing <laughs> it. Whispers. Y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> the whispers. Y'all been whispers since... <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> it was what things to be whispered. And it's like, no, Allison, but you just do it so well. And you just so, you know, you just speak so well. And we, we're proud to have you. You answer the questions and we'll just nice. chime in. So when I had, you know, people like that who have been veterans in this industry. Yeah, they say that, and, the and then dick, when, when, they yeah, came, when we came to New York and, yeah. and they met my mother, they snatched her in the dress room. I didn't see it for 30 minutes. But uh-huh. I'm just saying, they just loved on her and they talked about me. And, and, and they, they told her how they really saw the hard work and whatever it was that she needed to do to raise me to be mm-hmm. the woman I was at that time. And it just, I'm, I'm glad now that she came down on me uh-huh. about my diction uh-huh. because, uh, you know, it, and, and, it all, and it opens doors mm-hmm. and it allows me to know that I can do um, uh, voiceovers and uh-huh. I can do animated exactly. characters. Sure can. And I, can, sure can. I can speak and I can be on the radio and I can transfer to television exactly. and I can be on the stage and I can talk to my audiences whether I'm singing or acting or dancing or lecturing mm-hmm. or, or motivational speech speaking and all these things that I do, I'm able to do it uh-huh. because somebody took the time to say, no, you're going to get this and you're going to get it right. Yes. Yes. You're going to speak specifically. And you know I had all the kids, oh, you talk like a white, white person. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. think you're cute. Uh, oh, you know, you, why are you using all those big words? And, and they, they would let me have it. Uh-huh. But that's because ignorance is bliss. Yeah. yeah. They don't yeah. realize There's that. nothing. You know, oh, no, I appreciate it as an engineer. Just... The separation of, and articulation yeah, of words. Yeah, you, can, yeah. I, it, you know, I try and do it myself, but I, I can hear it when it's just done very, very well. Like, you, you're, it's done very well. And I'm like, oh, oh thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Um, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, you know, we're going to have all the links. We'll have all the links to, um, uh, we to everything. We talk, talk about, about uh, the school. W-H-C-R, the, uh, right, exactly. The, the, the radio the radio. station. How to find me. How yeah, to book so what's me. the number? Well, yeah, there is yeah, a number. If you want to try yeah. to get in touch with my company, uh, my company is AWP, A Woman's Prerogative. Mm-hmm. And under that <laughs> umbrella, I am booked. And I, I do. I have a product, production of, of all kinds of shows. Nice. And you can get me for a lecturer. You can get me as a mistress of ceremonies. You can mm-hmm. get me as a host and all that. 631 604-8553. Again, 631-604-8553. So. Okay, we'll have the number in the yeah. comment section. We'll have all of that. Uh, yes. um, and all the stuff. I'm on uh, Facebook, Allison Williams. You'll see a picture of me. <laughs> Singing. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram, Allison Williams Music. I'm on Twitter, Allison the Diva. I don't. Someone else put that up for me. I don't know why they would say that. I hate that term. But anyway, you know. And you're not. 
So, and I'm not. You know. I'm just with you. I mean, why wouldn't you just give me something? I, I've, been on, the, would, I've oh, been on the road with you, you for two weeks. I know a diva. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the anti-diva. So anyway, you know, those are the places. Um, AllisonWilliamsMusic.com is up and coming in my as, as, as my website. Um, but I'm trying to get it. I want all the bells and whistles to be in place so I don't have to yeah. keep snatching down, putting up. As, so just give me a minute. But um, please support me. And when you see me and you know I'm coming or whatever the case may be, reach out, holla. Yes. And, um, and the more I, you know, the more I continue to grow, I'll come back and keep you all posted. Please do. Please Absolutely. do. Absolutely. All right. It's all about the art of music tech. Yes. Oh, and that's yes. it. That's it. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you for listening. We're on Apple, Spotify. Um, all the good stuff, <laughs> all the great stuff. We're also on Facebook, IG, under One of One Productions, and under 23DB Productions. Uh, you can uh, see more audio tips and tricks and all of that sort of thing. And get in touch with either me or Dennis. Uh, thank you so much again for listening. Uh, Allison, this thank is a you goodbye so much. from. Thank you for having with me. I can't Allison. wait to come back with more stuff and, oh, and more and more tech stuff. I got more tech stuff, but we got all sidetracked <laughs> in the we in the love the story. Fest. Yeah, story. yeah. So goodbye from Allison, Dennis, and myself, yep. Fela. Thank you for listening to the Art of Music Tech podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. For more information of booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com. Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work. <laughs>